Networking and marketing made simple is for you, the business owner who has a product, a service, or a message that you believe in. My name is Scott Aaron, and each week we'll take a behind the scenes look into the real world marketing and networking tactics and strategies for getting what you have in front of you to a lot more people. Thanks for spending time with me. And now let's get started. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Networking and Marketing Made Simple. Super excited for today's interview episode with my good friend, Lisa Christine Somerville. And uh, there's a lot of exciting things to talk about today, but obviously, uh, you're going to have to listen to the full episode to hear all those details because there's some things that obviously we need to discuss first. And uh, Lisa and I connected uh, about a month and a half ago. Uh, we were in a, a group coaching program together, and she just kind of fell into alignment uh, with what my wife and I do, and, and we're doing some deeper work together. But she's on uh, an amazing journey of how she's going to be impacting and currently impacting uh, a lot of people within her sphere. So uh, a lot to cover today. First and foremost, Lisa, welcome to today's episode. And, uh, you know, before we talk about all the amazing things that are coming up uh, starting on Valentine's Day, uh, let's first talk about, you know, a little bit of, of who you are and, and, and what you do for the audience that is not familiar with you. Uh, but most importantly, what my audience always loves to know is what do you feel was that catalytic moment for you? Because you you know you do have a corporate and business background, but what was that what was that catalytic moment for you that has set you on this entrepreneurial endeavor that you are currently on? Absolutely. So yes, and thank you for having me today. Um, so yeah, I worked in corporate for some uh, Fortune 500 and Fortune 100 companies um, for about 18 years, and um, worked a lot in strategic partnerships. Always kind of number one or top five percent in sales, and then I worked my way into um, uh, corporate strategy and venture capital relations at the last company. 9/11 uh, happened. The whole dot com thing kind of blew up. And um, I was, you know, in involved heavily in the women's initiatives at that company. And um, so I just kind of thought, took it as I got laid off, you know, I was commuting around the world, basically, and, um, and also commuting to the West Coast where my, my office was. So I took that as, hey, you know, you're really meant to, to be an entrepreneur and um, took that opportunity to start my own company at the time, which was Bato Ventures, and, you know, kind of connecting some companies and venture capital together, and then started acting as head of sales or marketing for companies. And then I went and got trained as a coach and became certified. And that's when I was like, I'm really where I'm meant to be. And I was able at that time during my training to really hone in on what my personal mission statement is. So my personal mission statement is to empower, motivate, educate, and create with others, many times women, uh, so that I may give back generously. And that's what like motivates me and has me jump out of bed every morning because I want to be able to serve other women. So let's talk about the importance of a uh, of a personal mission statement because 
you know, with any business that someone is looking to grow, whether it's it's new, whether uh, they're a seasoned business owner, you know, we always talk about clarity and direction, but having that personal mission statement attached to, to what it is that you do and why you do it is so important because, you know, one of the biggest questions that, that people are asked is, you know, why do you do what you do? And if you're not attaching why you do what you do to the personal mission statement for what you're creating, something is always going to be off. There's always going to be a, a wrinkle in whatever you're looking to achieve. So how important was it for you to, to create that personal, personal mission statement, um, number one? And number two, how important is it for someone else that doesn't have one to really sit down, think, reflect, and really come up with the, the main reason why they're on this mission? Right. It's really important. Um, you know, your personal mission statement is um, your personal code of conduct, and it gives you that direction. So every day, say if you're in your car and you're driving or in the morning, maybe when you're having your coffee and you're about to say, hey, these are the, the top three priorities of what I want to accomplish today. If you don't align those with your personal mission statement, then your day is going to kind of go all haywire. Um, your week's going to go haywire, your month, your year, and time's going to get wasted. So by having a personal mission statement, it gives you that personal code of conduct. It also allows you, which is really wonderful if time is always an issue for you, to say yes to the things that you do want to do and no to the things that you don't want to do. Yeah, that's so important because... Nancy and I always talk about that some of the most important decisions that you will ever make are the decisions that you say no to. Exactly. We we're, we all get in this, this FOMO mentality where we have to say yes to everything. We have to do this. And you don't want to be all the things. You know, it, it's, it's called uh, the, the amateur of many and the master of none, right? Yeah. And, and you really want to focus in on those things. So for you coming up with that that beautiful personal mission statement that you shared with us how much did that really change the trajectory of where you were going and and what you were now and are currently doing within your business right it it changed it a lot it really gave me that connection to my soul and to my purpose and why i'm here it also allowed me to look at because again i i talk about empower motivate educate and create so i'm doing that not only in my business and with the i, I work with many many women who want to leave corporate as well as many women who are entrepreneurs and so by having that personal mission statement it also allows me um to do those things in the rest of my life too so you know on the creative side i'm definitely a foodie and a gourmet cook i'm really also into food photography and um you know i i use i've done stand-up comedy so i'm very creative and always coming up with you know some some fun ways to take that personal mission statement across the rest of my life too so with everything that, that you've been growing through over the last, you know, 20 some odd years, you know, going, uh, you know, being a part of the dot com crash and um, the, the changes to many industries during 9-11, comparing that to officially going out on your own and growing your own business, what do you feel was more challenging now looking back on 
stepping into being on your own as a as a solo entrepreneur, growing your own business compared to, you know, the challenges that you faced in working for other people during those two, you know, pivotal times for a lot of people uh, that went through the 9-11 and the dot-com crash. What do you feel was most challenging for you? Um, what was most challenging was working in the corporate life and dealing with uh, the personalities of other VPs and GMs and, um, and kind of managing and maneuvering the different um, power circles that were there. Um, for someone, I, I went into a pretty senior position um, without having, hey, like 30 years of experience at that company. So that was more challenging. Um, I also wasn't in tune with my personal mission statement then. So now that I had my personal mission statement, when I went to become certified um, as a coach, which was 2005, um, that really gave me um, the excitement and the motivation and the inspiration um, to get up out of bed every morning. And I can't say that being an entrepreneur is like easy breezy, right? We both know that. Um, there's going to be times where things are just exploding and there's going to be times where maybe it's it's not so flush and um but what you do when you have your personal mission statement is you always rewind back to that and you say why am i doing this why am i doing this and then once you reconnect with that then it makes everything much easier moving forward and who do i really want to serve right always looking at who do i really want to serve where like you just asked a few minutes ago when you're in corporate you're serving who you're told to serve, right? Whether it's internal groups, you know, um, I had two countries I was responsible for. I had inside kind of people within that company. And then I had business partners outside that company. And so um, they weren't necessarily who I would have chosen to serve if I had my, my wish, but you know, you did it because that was your responsibility at the time. So having, you know, we have sim like again, we have similar backgrounds in the sense that we were we've always been good at sales and and you know, I've been doing that for twenty five years, you've been doing it for years yourself. What would you say has been the biggest advantage of being great at sales in, in your career? And how like because again, you've you were the top of the sales chain in multiple companies and obviously part of growing any business is that you you have to be able to to sell what what it is that you're doing and and uh really providing that value proposition for the person that that whose eyes and is landing on what you're offering how how helpful was it um getting that great at sales back in the day when you started your corporate career how has that helped you with what you're doing now oh absolutely um having a background in sales for any entrepreneur or anyone who um, became an executive, which I believe that a lot of my promotions um, that I received in the corporate world were because of my background in sales. And one of the things that sales prepares you for and gives you is having no fear, right? Um, you are gonna be told no over and over and over again. And you need to be able to say, well, there's a yes in there somewhere. I just need to figure out what does that objective 
action really mean? Because no really doesn't mean no. And if someone says no to you, they're already involved in the buying process, right? They're saying no because they have a fear or an objection about something that you just need to help them get over. The second thing about sales is I had no fear because I was calling on CEOs. I was calling on um, other senior executives. So I learned how to speak with executives as well as people, you know, maybe at my peer level. Um, and the third biggest thing is you have to be able to build meaningful relationships with people, have those meaningful conversations. They're really buying you. They're not buying they are buying what you're selling, so to speak, but they're really buying you. And so when I first started Bato Ventures, my company, my tagline there was building relationships that deliver results. So I would have, and I'm still open, you know, if somebody wants to work with me as a consultant to help executives. Um, and I worked a lot of times with a CEO or a president of a company where they would say, hey, here's 10 accounts that we want to get into. Can you help me do that? And then go alongside them to the presentations um, and help them build those relationships and, and get those deals. You know, T. Harvecker always talks about that every master was once a disaster. And you and I both, people look at us now and how great we are at communicating with other people, building again that value proposition about what we're offering, closing deals, whether it's one-on-one -on -one consulting or into our programs. Do you feel that no matter where someone is starting in their entrepreneurial endeavor, if the time, energy, and effort is put in, they can become amazing at sales, but also creating connection with other people? I do believe that, that people can learn this. I do think there's something about inherently having it in you. You know, my dad was um, in sales, so I think that kind of came down the line there. But I think, you know, as a coach, and I'm sure you will probably agree, if people let, kind of take the guidance that you give them and apply that guidance and um, apply the learnings and all of that, then they are going to grow and they are going to move in the direction that they want to. Oh, Sales is, is such like a it's a such a taboo topic, right? So, you know, you've worked with men, you've worked with women, uh, you know, you've been on the corporate side, you've been on the individual consulting side. What has really and again, it's not that you you shy away from working with men, but okay. you you have a um uh, a really deeper connection with other women that are in corporate that are that are looking for change. How did that all come about, and and why do you feel that that connection is so strong there with with other women that you know were that that are where they are right now, which is where you were years before. So how did that connection all take place? Right. I think it, you know, not think. I know it started um, in the sorority. So in college, I was in a sorority. I ended up becoming um, um, in that sorority, which, by the way, hi to any Kappa Deltas, uh, sorority sisters that may be watching. Um, I was able to move into a senior leadership position there. And I also lived in a sorority house. So you're kind of thrown into a situation where 
not everybody is going to be the same personality as you. And so you have to kind of get along with them. And also women connect at a much more deeper level and intuitive level. And so I enjoy doing that. However, most of my career, and when I'm a consultant, I'm working with men. And I think that's the dynamic of um, we're, we're different, right? Men and women are different in the way that they think and lead and play. And so, um, yeah, so that's, that's where that is. But I think it started at a very young age. And then I was just um, always on different boards for women and in other women's groups. And um, I think it just, I, I just got like how to relate to women. And I had three sisters growing up, so maybe that's part of it. A little bit to do with it. <laughs> what do you feel from, you know, your, your diverse background in business, um, both as an entrepreneur and in, 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 in corporate life? What you learned in the corporate world, what would you say is the, the, the greatest learning lesson that you actually took away from all that experience in working for those larger companies that you were able to then inject into your own business that you're running today? Um, how to work, two things. Um, one, how to work um, efficiently so that um, you can get what you need to get done in a certain amount of time. Um, especially as I moved up in the ranks, the time blocking was really important. Um, and, you know, things were due not in a month, they were due like by the end of the week. And so how to focus and um, be laser focused and get things done. And then the second thing is that it doesn't matter if somebody is a GM or a VP and you're, you know, Susie salesperson, everybody is the same. They're just a person and you just have to build a relationship with them and find those things in common. And it's, it's pretty easy to do, even if you think it's not. You know, it's it's there's there's times during the coaching programs I do that that other people are are baffled at how to do this, and it's it's a pretty easy process um, with just a you know a few short things that you can learn. So, so fear is something that we talked about a little bit earlier, and uh, I, I think that's the number one reason why people end up not doing anything. They they stay in their comfort zone. They're mm -hmm. you know they have a fear of you know the what if, and you know corporate becomes comfortable, right? It, it's a it's a steady paycheck. You know, you know exactly what that direct deposit's going to be every two weeks. You know, you have your benefits, you have your insurance. It, it, it's a, allowing you to stay in that comfort zone, which inevitably will stunt your growth and, and will not allow you to really live the life that you want. And, you know, you're on this mission to specifically work with people, women in the corporate sector that, that really have a, a deeper rooted passion. Um, deep down inside of them. They want to do more, but there's that fear of, of maybe crossing the bridge and, and going and, and creating something on their own or doing something for themselves. So what do you feel outside of fear? What do you feel is the biggest roadblock that a lot of these women may have that once you kind of, you know, allow them to get under your kimono to see what actually needs to be done, you know, what actually gets them over the hump to really living that life that they love. Oh, absolutely. Um, so the number one thing is that they need to know what their personal mission is, right? So once they know what their personal mission is, 
then they can see, hey, how does this and, and what are your values? What do you really believe in? What is your burning desire? Are they paying attention to that burning desire, that nagging, that intuitive feeling inside of them that says, hey, I'm meant for something more and only paying attention to the things over here that are steady, maybe boring, maybe humdrum, um, mediocre. And it's, it's that day, that day when they finally say, you know what? Okay, I can I can deal with the fear, or someone like Lisa um, can walk me through that fear and can help me on the other side of that. But I'm ready. I'm ready to make that change. So they they have to be ready to be her, to be the her that's going to make that impact in the world and the difference. And in order to make that difference, they're going to need a personal mission statement. I mean, everybody needs a personal mission statement. I don't want to say that that's just for women. Um, I'm about to work with another uh, company right now because I can also do corporate um, programs and um, and corporate initiatives sometimes focused on, on women. But pulling everyone together and everyone understanding their personal mission statement, say in a corporate environment, and then how does that relate to the corporate mission? also is really important. But as you as you were asking, if the if the women who are like in corporate and they're not sure if they should jump or not, they might want to take a look at some coaching programs or, you know, I've got a free masterclass going on next week where I can help them with some of that stuff. And then they can look at the journey forward from there. Now, before we start to wind down and, and um, I have one final question that I want to get to. Okay. Let's talk about this this workshop that you have coming up starting um, on of all days, Valentine's Day, um, and it starts Monday. So, so talk a little bit about the workshop. Um, you know who it's for. Uh, you know wh what they're going to learn, and when they're spit out on the other side of that workshop, wh what are they going to take away from it? Absolutely. So, um, the masterclass um, next week it starts on Valentine's Day because I believe a lot of women need to say hey let's let's take a look at myself know that i'm worthy know that i i i have within me the ability to start again or move further along than i am right now and um to really love themselves and um so with that i decided to launch it on valentine's day and it's at 8 p.m at night um monday tuesday wednesday thursday and then friday we'll be doing it at six o'clock so sort of like a happy hour um ending and we're going to kick it off with what do you really really want and um having people tap into what do they really want for their life? What do they really want if they already have a business? Um, and, and really going deep on that. We're going to be welcoming in peace and wild abundance. And one of my superpowers is being a, a super connector. So I'm always happy, anyone who's listening, if I can help connect you to anyone, um, please let me know. But I love helping women learn how to ask for what they want and get it as well as expect it. So we're gonna talk about prosperity and we're gonna talk about mindset. Um, we're also gonna talk about boundaries. A lot of times um, things that are holding women back have to do with boundaries. And um, again, learning how to say no to what you don't want and yes to what you do want. And so at the end of the week, the women are going to uh, walk away with a, a mindset reset um, around prosperity and abundance. 
they're probably going to be at more peace over anxiety, chaos, anything else where they may be spinning in their life. And third of all, they will have a personal mission statement. And I will also, you know, provide an invitation where they might want to come and work with other women and take the journey um, forward from that point. But it's really going to be really exciting. Um, we probably have um, almost 60 women signed up at this point. And so there'll be some interaction there and it will be fun. I'll be giving away prizes every day. Um, and, you know, there's a little bit of homework, but it shouldn't take you too long. So I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. So uh, what's the best way for people to connect with you, uh, but also to find out about the, the workshop for the week of the 14th? Absolutely. So um, in order to um, uh, RSVP for the, the free masterclass, you can go to www.lisachristine.com. And that's my personal website. And you can learn more about me. Of course, you may um, connect with me here on LinkedIn, and um, you can register for the masterclass there. We can also put a direct link to the masterclass um, in the comments here. Um, but lisachristine.com is, uh, is a great way to register. And you do need to register in advance in order to get all of the, the dial-in information and, and that sort of thing. So I'm ready to serve next week. I'm ready to just give and help anybody that is looking um, to connect and grow and kind of take their life to the next level. Yeah, so I uh, in the bottom there, I left the, uh, the website. So anyone okay. that is interested, um, all you have to do is go to that URL. It's also going to be in the description of this episode uh, of the podcast, but also it'll be emailed out to you. So you can, if you're interested, you just click on the link um, and you can register right from there. So Lisa, um, awesome to connect today and so grateful to have you on the show. Uh, before we sign off, one final question. Uh, sure. What does success truly mean to you? Uh, success to me means that I have the freedom to live the kind of life that I want to live. And uh, so I live on an island on the North Shore of Boston, which I absolutely love. I'm surrounded by the ocean. I love sailing and I love traveling and um, I have a puppy. And so I just love the life that I have right now. And I created that life on purpose and with intention. And I would love to help others do the same. I love that. And, and that's, you know, part of being successful is being a, a servant person and, and giving in order to get. And uh, you are absolutely that. And anyone that's listening to this that, that resonated with any of Lisa's message today could not recommend this workshop anymore. Absolutely register. It's not going to cost you a thing. Um, but, you know, your time, which is one of the most valuable commodities you have to give and receive. And uh, Lisa is giving you her time. So it's uh, a worthwhile investment to make. So, Lisa, thank you again so much for being here You're today. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So, everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please enjoy the rest of your days, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much again for checking out today's episode. And if you are listening through iTunes, Spotify, wherever you are, 
please leave me a rating and review. Let me know what you loved, what you would like to see improved, or ideas you have for future episodes. And if you are interested in taking your business to the next level, don't hesitate to go to my website, www.scotterron.net, where you can schedule a free discovery call with me, where I can learn more about you, your business, what you're struggling with, and how we can work together. And don't forget to check out my wife, Nancy, and mine, our free community on Facebook called LinkedIn Leads for Life. We would love to see you in there. Have a great rest of your day. And thank you, everyone, for your support. Grateful for each and every one of you.